In today's episode, we discuss finding Prince Charming's self-loathing homophobia, Katy Perry's Twitter tirade, which celebs get thrown under the bus in Naira Rivera's tell-all, and DNCE's meet-and-greet fiasco. Stick around, subscribe on iTunes, and live-tweet as you listen with hashtag Psychobabble. Hey everyone, my name is Tyler Oakley, and you are listening to Psychobabble, an unfiltered half-hour of gossip sessions, pop culture scrutiny, and stories we've never told in videos. It's not just crazy talk, it's Psychobabble. Good morning! Good afternoon. How are you, Corey? Cool? Good afternoon. It is 10.10 in the morning. Yes. Figure it out. Figure it out. Did you ever watch Figure It Out? What is that? It was a Nickelodeon show. I think maybe on Nick Jr. Maybe. No, no, no. It was Nickelodeon. And uh, a celebrity, a Disney or Nickelodeon celebrity usually, was paired so with, trash, a, garbage. with a young, young child. And How was, young? There was a big, huge 2D head. Was it hosted by Summer Sanders? That could be. <laughs> Um, and you, it was basically, uh, um, what's it called? Hangman. Which, now that I think about the title of Hangman. Jesus, Problematic. The whole concept, really. I mean. That's a bit, it's a bit violent. You think it should be hang women because you hate Equality. women. Equality. <laughs> no, it should be, maybe just like, I don't know. I don't, I guess I don't like children drawing out people being hung. Well, it's a cartoon. It's. Video games are probably worse than Hangman. I don't know. I don't know. Well, Corey and I play Diablo 3, everybody. <laughs> and, um, Corey, what's your character? I'm the, like, monk guy. You, you are the bald. monk male. I am the I wizard monk woman. monk guy. Is he bald? He's got a beard. That's why I picked him. The, my one complaint about Diablo 3 mm-hmm. is uh, I feel like we pick up too many items all the time. We're always looking at our new treasures. I, well, it frustrates me it's because like we you never take get anywhere. too long. I take too like, long. Like, I'm very in and out. I know I've well, got then a plan. Well, then in that, in that sense, it, we really should be allowed to both be looking at our items at the same time. Well, let's Don't start a video game then. Um, Corey makes fun of, I wear this nice, beautiful, it's like a purple, purple Mad Hatter's hat. Yes. <laughs> My wizard witch woman. It's fashionable. She's a gargoyle. A slight She's a slight I don't know. Your wizard witch person does too much. She, like, raises dragons. What are they called? Well, I have um, uh, hydras. 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 The fire hydras really confuse me. Well, what I don't like about your character, since we're airing our grievances right now, is Corey has this move where a big, huge bell falls out of the sky. Listen, the time has come. (laughs) Ring-a-ding-ding. It's literally ding-a-ding-ding. But it's humongous and obnoxious and annoying, though I will say all my spells are very loud. It makes a bell noise. We do play very on the volume very loud when we play. Sometimes I think... You've never said anything Sometimes I think, is he going down? (laughs) I am. (laughs) (laughs) So then I, like, slap... I I box your ears. Have you ever had someone do that? No. Is that a thing you can do? Yeah, when you do this, you go... And you I, slap their ears. It, I get that. So what does it do? What's the effect? It's like a supersonic head crunch. Um, did you when you played Sonic? Would you play as Tails or Sonic? Well, listen, probably both. Really? What actually? The I, was, I used to think Tails is kind of cute. Oh my god! <laughs> Why do you always want to fuck everything with like a big furry bushy tail, like well, Evie and what like can I say? Tails? Wait, is, t- is and, like Evie nine the new Tails? Nine Tails is the new. Tails. Tails. (laughs) Is what I was trying to say. Uh, You know, I always think whenever I hit my... Oh, the other day, for example. When we were walking down the sidewalk, we had just picked up... Drugs. No. (laughs) 
<laughs> uh, we had just picked up a cake. Yeah, so okay, I was I was it, holding it, a cake. Oh I was walking God. down the sidewalk, this and way. I stabbed my head accidentally. Like, literally, a leaf grazed your hair, and you were like, ah! <laughs> "Hold this cake, I'm bleeding." Okay, here's there wasn't what even a scratch. I or walked a mark. right into a branch, the sharp end of the branch, not even the, the width or the length of the no, branch. Girl, this was like a pussy willow. Oh. <laughs> um, grandmother willow, like droopy tendril branch there wasn't even a stick involved it there was, was like a, all i know is that i was bleeding i showed you the blood <laughs> yeah, yeah i said cory hold this cake and i tapped my my there was not even gently. a scratch not even a bump not even a drop of well blood. my point is that you shouldn't walk into pointy sticks no when things like that happen to me when things like that happen to sonic coins everywhere imagine if you <laughs> just hit your head on a little branch <laughs> and like and i just uncle money bag all, all of my money bags spilled. just spilled out of me that's all. i guess that's right where rings did, sorry not coins rings where does he keep those golden rings? rings well you can turn rings into money he was a bit of a hoarder <laughs> aren't we all well we are in diablo 3 with my uh, with purple all top of hat. Your weapons. <laughs> I thought you were Oh gonna... my god. Well, Corey found this th- place where you can store all of your items in a chest a in the trunk. in the town hall or whatever. And I'm like, the last thing we need is to start a collection. Corey, just well, sell listen, your things, get rid of sometimes them. Sometimes I don't know if I want to like come back for something else. What are you going to come back for? I don't know. What if I need one that like gives me dexterity or something? <gasps> Ooh, she's a dexterous queen. Yeah. Dexterous. I thought you were going to tell the story about when um, there was that creature crawling on your curtain and then I had to kill it. Were we playing Diablo 3? Yeah. See, I am all ballsy in Diablo 3. I'll run right into the horde. But there was a cricket on my... In um, fact, you never run into the horde. I have to. You stand back. tell you. You stand I back and like, because, throw like because wizard my, shit. No. Well, I do that sometimes. But I run and in, I'm in just the middle in there because dropping I have the bell. spells that... <laughs> I have spells that freeze everything that I'm touching. Do you think this is so the run most? Right in, this is our un- video game. This do you is our think video this is the most episode. unrelatable episode? We've no. Ever okay. Well, let's talk relatable video games. Bitch, Pogs or Pogs? Uh, wait, the video Pac-Man, game. Pac-Man. Pogs. <laughs> have you ever played Pogs? When the was the last game? time you ate as much as Pac-Man eats? Not God. to like shame oh, him. Oh, I know. I do know. The Sunday or the Saturday after camp. Yes. Because we'd eaten camp food like all week. And then I went, I was in New York City with my friend Zach, and we went to brunch and ordered eight items. We had deep fried pickles. Wow. We had, (laughs) wow. We had mac and cheese. (laughs) Wow. Uh, He had like, oh, we had a salad with like um, fried chicken on top of it. Mm. It was in. So if you're given the option, you pick fried over grilled chicken for yourself. It was just the place we went to. The place we went to was this very like country corner kitchen sort of New York moment. Sure. That's why, and they had like fried okra and shit. And they not here for okra. They did have a a Bloody Mary with bacon, and it also had. Guess what? Pepper. No. Parsley. You'll never guess. Cabbages. Uh, hard boiled watercress, filipinos, lettuce, hard boiled egg. Oh, it was good. See, I don't know what the preferred uh, situation is with a Bloody Bloody Mary. Mary. It it feels like a kitchen hoarder. Is the more treats the better? So she wants a shrimp cocktail. No, I'm not dumb. I would never want to. I want like shrimp or bacon. An onion ring. Yeah, I would take that. Deep fried or just like a raw onion ring? Well, not a, not a, <laughs> I would a like whole a, onion. A I would like a mozzarella stick in my Bloody Mary. Okay, but you're talking like on a stick coming yeah, out. Yeah, so that you drink a little, bite a little, chew a little, swallow a little, so drink a little more. What you really want is just 
appetizers. Tomato juice and an appetizer platter. I want an appetizer platter on top of my Bloody Mary. And okay. that's not... So a skewered appetizer platter. Yes. But I don't need no fucking slider. You know how I feel about sliders. How did we get to what you eat the most? Oh, Pac-Man. <laughs> so that's when you pac Talking about more iconic video um, games. Did I tell you about the time once Brett and I... Y'all might know him as Leland. He's a songwriter. Um, but we went to Cheesecake Factory, and we are very much on the same wavelength as far as food goes. We we know what's right. We know when to splurge. We know. Oh, does she we, know when to splurge? Oh, yes, she does. <laughs> Caloric wise, yes. Um, but we would. Uh, we went, and I wanted the burrito, which is really good, but okay. humongous at Cheesecake Factory. You and don't build your own wrap anymore. I sometimes do that, but I kind of gauge the attitude of the waiter. That's nice if, of you. If they if they seem like they're going through it that day, I don't want to be like. You don't. So ha- can I get the club as a wrap, but with the burrito tortilla? Because they start giving me a look, and I'm like, "You've done it before." Yeah, I just I don't want to piss them off. So well, chances are you did. T- chances are I do. So Brett and I we split um the burrito and the orange chicken oh, and the see? buffalo blast appetizer. God. We really, really win. Things it. I think those are three things I would never get. They don't go together, but really, it's the Triforce if you think about well, it. Well, sometimes I do consider getting the chicken and biscuits mm. because Lisa said it was really good, but I've never actually done it. So it's... you live on the edge. <laughs> no, I or, you, no. You're or, currently on the edge. You just haven't jumped. Off. I haven't jumped off the edge. I haven't leapt. I haven't taken that leap of faith. Why fuck with like what you know is good? If you know the chicken Madeira is the best thing on the menu, why would you ever get? I gotta else? say that if you. If you if are you're looking for 4, overwhelmed by the 60 pages of Cheesecake Factory. Stick the to the first page, which is like our classics. Oh, really? Something like that. I just skip right to the ads. I don't know. Remember when we were going to put an ad for Binge in Cheesecake Factory's menu? No. I mean, sometimes I think you have these fever Look in the emails. Fever just, search, just search the emails. I guarantee I that was like in the marketing plan. You're the type to go to Cheesecake Factory with a bunch of like stickers with your face on it and like buy Binge. And you're just going to start, like, sticking it in the back of their laminated put it, menu. Put it right in the veggie burger section. Yeah. yeah. Right over it. Cover up Want to know the real drama about this? Should Check ch- out Binge at Barnes & Noble right next door. Right next door if you're at the Grove. If you're at the Grove. Well, th- I'm not going to put it in a menu in Arkansas. Somebody told me there was a Cheesecake Factory in Beverly Hills. Is that true? <gasps> um, I, You know, I can't confirm or deny. Actually, yes, I can because I went on a date there once. Wow. And you know I struggle because I have to drive, like, way, 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 way out into the valley if I want to go to Outback Steakhouse, which just, like, isn't fair. I read an article. About Outback? About Cheesecake Factory. Be- <laughs> they're opening one in New York City. They apparently didn't have one In before. Times Square? I don't know where. Oh I can look up. Oh, we my can... God. What if they opened one in Times Square and then we just went there? Well, I think that's the only <laughs> thing we could ever do. The last time we were in New York and at Times Square, we went to... Olive Garden, Garden, of course. Well, you know, as a as a food connoisseur, I really do respect the culinary arts, and so that's why I choose to indulge in a nice Italian meal at Olive Garden. Though the Olive Garden in Times Square, spoiler: if anybody's going to Times Square anytime soon, I need you to know the Olive Garden in Times Square does not have ranch. Didn't we? It was a point of contention between me and my waitress. Didn't we once go to? Like at Chili's in Times Square? We went to, um, not a Long John Silver's. What's the other? A fish restaurant? It's a, it was F- Joe's Crab Shack maybe or something? No. Or? I feel like you and I either did like a Chili's or an Applebee's in I Times Square. I love both. And they was... both have wrap sections in their menu, so you mm. know I'm on board. Mm. I love a wrap. Uh. And that's a wrap. 
<laughs> Imagine if that were the end of the podcast. Back to video games. So, Corey, I... when you play Mario Kart, yeah, who's your go-to? Which one? Double Dash? Well, any. Well, take me on your journey. Are there certain? Well, you know, I have a GameCube, and you know, I have Double Dash, and you know, Double Dash I love is. Toad. I would say. Would you agree? The best Mario Kart there is. Yeah, I mean, I just struggle with the Wii controllers because sometimes I'm like. Like, when I was growing up, my grandma would try to play regular, like, original Nintendo Mario. Yeah. I am that old. And she would, like, yeah, try that, to make yeah. them jump and try to, like, oh, with the controller. Like a, like a fool. And, like, literally not like a fool because now that's what you have to fucking do on, like, Wii. I just don't jump. <laughs> <laughs> if it takes energy, she doesn't jump. And that's how Sue sees it. Sounds good. Um, Who is your go-to duo for Double Dash? Um, I do... Like a little bit of Diddy Kong and a little bit of a Toad. So you go for the light character. I do like a light character. I would never, I pick, would never a pick a Bowser. He- I mean, I don't mean to size shame, but I would never pick Donkey Kong or Bowser. For They're sure. just too heavy. No. Or I like a. I, I sometimes I do Toad and Toadette together. That's cute. I like. Do you it. think they're married or brother and sister? I'm, there's only one way to figure it out. I guarantee we can look it up. That's like when we figured out Mario and Luigi are brothers, but Waluigi and Wal. Wait, what Wa- do you mean? You had, you had to figure out that Mario and Luigi no, no, are brothers? No, no, but I'm telling you what we figured out. <laughs> Mario and Luigi are brothers, but Waluigi and, and Wario are not. are just strangers who both look like Mario and Luigi who both hate Mario and Luigi. Well, do you believe that somewhere- Isn't that fucked up? Do you believe that somewhere in this world that you have like a doppelganger? Yeah. So? Yeah, I read a tweet this morning. Let me read it to you. Do you believe that, like, you have a soulmate? <laughs> do you, I'm being serious. Yeah, I believe I have many soulmates. Okay, I was like, do you think there's, like, one true love? Somebody like tweeted this morning. song? To answer your question about the doppelganger, somebody tweeted this morning, Tyler Oakley is so unpleasant and famous that at least a dozen people who just look like him have also been allowed to become unpleasant and famous. Un- because they look like me. Why are they unpleasant? I don't know. I think I'm actually Why are you searching pleasant. your indirects? No, this guy's verified. It came up on my thing. <laughs> I'm sure it did. I, <laughs> I'm sure it did. Any who's a calls. So you believe about? in one true love? I believe that there are probably 30 people who look identical to you in this world. Well, here's the thing. All the people who always tweet someone that looks like me to me, they never look anything like me. I feel like you always complain that they look ugly. Uh, not that they so look I don't know, ugly. I, I don't know why you're beating around the bush. We're trying to tell you something. Wow. Just kidding. Wow. Do you have a race twin, Corey? What, like an amazing race twin? What are you talking about? <gasps> oh my god, me? No. No, uh, no I'm saying somebody who is who looks identical to you, but is a, a different race. That reminds me of, I feel like, reminds me of Cloud Atlas, the movie. Oh my god, I just texted you the other day and Corey was like, I texted Corey, what are you doing? Come over, play Diablo 3. He was like, I'm watching Cloud Atlas and crying. They literally played... Lady in the Water and Cloud Atlas back to back on know HBO. What Lady in the Water is. Oh my god, it's an M Night Shyamalan movie, but not scary. <laughs> and it got like really bad reviews, and people don't like it. But I love Lady in the Water, and I love. What's it about? Well, oh my I mean, god, I guess I can guess. A Lady in the Water. Yeah. It's like mystical, magical. Like, uh, is it Big Fish? Because I didn't see that. I either. loved Big Fish. Oh my god, I forgot about Big Fish. I literally need to like add that to my movies to watch list. <laughs> You have a list? <laughs> yeah, I have a list of ones I want to like rewatch oh and ones God. I need to see in the theater. Like stores. I need you all to know <laughs> how organized Corey is to to a fault. It's like uh, you can never be organized to a fault. That is like You have a list of movies you want to rewatch. 
No, no, no. Show no. me the list. I have. Is it a is it a doc? I have a doc. On no. My... Is it an Excel spreadsheet? No, I have a doc in my notes program on my MacBook. MacBook. It's Pro. titled Movies to See, and then it's organized by month. And it's like when I'm at a movie theater seeing a movie and I see a trailer, then I type it into the notes. And then I, when I get home, I look it up and then I put it in the list so that when a movie comes out, you don't miss it. Um, Corey. But okay. then sometimes I, when I don't end up seeing the movie in theater because I'm just so busy sometimes, then I put it under the, the column labeled movies you missed. And then I try to watch those when I'm on a plane because we fly all the time. So like I didn't see Batman versus Superman in theater, but I'm going to try to watch it on a flight in the next month or two. I don't want to see that because I heard terrible things. Well, listen, does uh, what's his face take off his shirt if then if that's all I'm looking for? The Dorito man? No, no, the guy who's shaped like a Dorito. Who? Prince Charming? He's got a. <laughs> oh my God! We need to talk about Prince Charming. Can we? Did we already talk Henry, about it at all? Henry Cavill. Yeah, him. Is it Cavill or Cavill? I never know when. I think Cavill is what I heard somebody on just the say. wrong syllable, um, and it's hard. Corey, we need to talk about Friday Night Prince Charming. Talk. Did we talk about it at all ever? We we talked about it when it like when it was announced, but not since it's come out. So the premiere has happened, and as of this episode, I'm sure at least one more episode has aired, maybe two. Yeah. Um, I can't confirm what the who has been out so far or what's been going on so well, the premise of the show all out sis oh, if you know what i mean um so it's one <laughs> like out of the closet i meant. quote unquote like ideal man he's i don't i wouldn't I, say that a girl prince, why the fuck i put it in quotes i wouldn't say a prince charming is an ideal man i mean i'm sure he's someone's ideal man apparently he's supposed to be the one everyone's vying over well yeah would you pay to sleep with him because he used to be a rent boy uh i respect his endeavors but he is not my type okay um and and i gather that solely from aesthetic attitude and his confrontational moments on the show wow he's a bit like combative with the contestants and i'm it's almost as if producers are telling him listen this needs to be a little bit more drama a bunch of gay men i guess i just I if I were on the show I'd be like, girl, why are we all fighting over him? Let's we got have twelve other gays here that I would rather sleep with. Really? Well, not <laughs> I, I don't know who of who. Um, but we watched the first episode, uh, with a squad of gays. Yeah, a and, gaggle, if you will. And I think it it's a I think it'll be an interesting show. I don't want to judge judge preemptively. It might have some great moments. It might have some, uh, thoughtful learning moments. Yeah, learning moments. But. I think right off the bat, we saw um, a, a plot line about masculinity, femininity, and hyper-masculine um, aspirations within the gay community, <clears throat> and shaming, I think, femininity in I think, some men. I think a lot. Or that, was it a reach? What you're you talking about that first episode. I think yeah. it was a reach. I don't know. I thought... I get the... the There's under- a character named Robbie? Yeah. Maybe, who came into the house who was... Um, Pretty flamboyant, pretty uh I think that the guy OTT. I think the guy was questioning his realness and authenticity oh, so, so you think versus Sam... anything about being gay or more feminine or flamboyant. Sure. I thought it was all very much a reach. So there was a Because I feel like I would Sam react I feel like I would in. react the same way to anyone acting over the top sure. and that and having that large of a personality, especially in a situation when cameras are involved. I get because that. you feel like they're playing to the camera. I I agree to a degree. I think I do think there was a bit of 
I guess we'll see. At this point, we've only seen the first episode. I, I, just but... knowing gays and knowing uh, but you don't myself. Know, but you don't know Sam. I don't know Sam. But I do know that within the gay community, there's a pressure to be a bit more masculine and to perform in a way that is perceived as straight acting or um, not queeny. Yeah. And uh, at the end of the day, that is how Robbie was acting, whether that is his real persona or not. Um, and I totally get what you mean. I think you're actually pretty right. I wasn't really thinking about that. When cameras are on, I would think the same thing. Are people just like playing right. up a character? Right. Are people wanting camera time? Are people wanting to be the next Prince Charming because they they were the most interesting one on this show? I think only time will tell. But I I think my main impression was um, I think that there is a lot of there are a lot of issues within the gay community that aren't really discussed, and I hope that Finding Prince Charming kind of brings them to light or discusses them. I have heard that. Um, the show will talk about uh, disclosing HIV status. Uh, we'll probably talk about prep. I'm sure. Um, talks about. I, I'm sure race will come up because it, I mean it already has come up with the casting. They uh, some people were saying that they cast a pretty diverse cast, but there were no Asian people at all. Um, and so I think a lot of the community is pretty upset about that. Uh, so yeah, I think the show has a spot on TV. And I think is worthy of a spot on TV. Will you keep watching it? Yeah, I mean, I'll watch it through. I really enjoyed watching it in this situation that we did. We watched Drag Race and Prince Charming with like six gays, and I actually liked it a People lot. People liked it, yeah. It's it was it's fun to watch. Interesting because some shows I I very much like to watch on my own so I can hear everything and and blah blah blah. And, like, people were talking, which sometimes I get frustrated with TV. But I think it was really fun and interesting to watch both of those shows with a group of gays because it does feel very much like like a personal show, at least to me. I mean, I, th- I think it's both of them will probably exceed just, like, LGBTQ plus people and, like, straight people and everyone will watch it as well. But I don't know. It was a fun experience to kind of watch and hear who people were rooting for on Drag Race and, and what you and I were talking about as far well, as... Well, I love Drag Race because I do feel like it really opens up conversations about coming out and about family and about... They do a very good job. It's so good. About, yeah, I Congrats mean, they, to RuPaul for they, her Emmy. Well, yeah. They do a really good job with casting, too. I mean, I think they get these people with interesting, diverse backgrounds and stories about growing up gay and coming out and, and their family's acceptance and that sort of stuff. But I feel like they don't even go for that. I think that just happens to be because all, I mean, everyone's situation is unique and different coming from different places all around the country or, um, but anyway, speaking of Cheesecake Factory, <laughs> Corey, we haven't uh, literally I talked about Cheesecake Factory in 10 minutes. I need to bring up something that I think you will dive right into. I hope it's a cheesecake. Pull it out of your purse right now. Imagine. I don't have a purse. Prove it. Um, imagine Prove me having it, a cheesecake. No, people. I'm talking about there was a pop star who recently ordered Cheesecake Factory. Oh, Katie. And while waiting yes, for it to arrive, I saw went this. on a Twitter tirade. I don't think she went on a Twitter tirade. There's I'm nothing wrong with conversing. Words, Why really? are you putting a negative spin? Why are you pitting women against women? I literally didn't. Yeah. You're associating her with tirade. That's an awful word. I'm... T- Take it back. Apologize to Katie. <laughs> Katie, I'm sorry. Thank you. Okay, Say Corey, she, what happened? She was interacting with her fans. She was having a Q&A. She went off. <laughs> I don't think she went off. She called herself a troll. She says, I'm just trolling. Trolling. I just linked you to the thing. She said trolling with the homies. Trolling with the homies. So Katy Perry goes on a – and she's been accused of being drunk for this, but I thought it was just fun. And in uh, fact, uh, you know what? I, here's yeah, what I'm, I'm going to break this mic in half. What? Why? I just hate when people accuse people of being drunk. 
Like Why? Because she was to... being transparent and fun with her fans? Right. When I used to like make YouTube videos, people would be like, you're drunk for this. And I'd be like, no, literally, fuck you. She's a loopy queen. <laughs> loopy fiasco. Uh, I, and I hate websites <laughs> like this garbage website perpetuating that she was drunk. Because oh, my they just God. Need, anyway. She just needs to click bait. The stuff. things that I got Journalism's from. Journalism's dead. The things that I got from Katy Perry's Twitter moment mm-hmm. while she was waiting for a Cheesecake Factory to get delivered. Uh, were, is that she's over stand wars. I think that there was a time in pop culture and in, in pop um, music when queens of pop were pitted against each other. I, and I th- still think that is perpetuated, um, especially by Twitter. But she went off and she she openly is supporting Gaga within a couple of tweets. Somebody asked her, how do you feel about these days linking to a, um, a fan-made uh, gif of cartoon characters fighting over Gaga and Katie? And she goes... What did she say? Worst day, uh, my least favorite days, or something like that. Yeah, she just she's she said, I hated those days. Hated those days. She hates pitting women against women. She replied she hates... to a Gaga fan, buy Perfect Illusion on iTunes. I loved it. Don't get me started on Gaga fans on Twitter. Oh, I won't. Um, and somebody attacked her for not having a Grammys, and she said, find some new material or something. Uh, yeah, like that. get a new angle. Good, that's what my. I was thing. like, yes, I, I said, good. help the gays. Help the people who have nothing to say about Katy Perry other than the fact that she doesn't have a Grammy. Like, what are they literally going to talk about when she wins one? I would love it. I, you know what? I used to be a Katy Perry Then they're all going to be like. Because I bought into this. They're going to be like, oh, it took so long. They, like, literally are so unoriginal and gross. Wow. (laughs) Well. Me. All I took from this event was Katy has great taste in food. And. Katy has great taste in Gaga. And she's fun. She's whimsical. She's transparent with her fans. She you didn't connects even, with them. You didn't even talk about her saying that she would collab with Taylor Swift if Taylor oh said my she God. was sorry. Wait, what did she say? Yeah. Somebody said, would you ever collab with Taylor Swift? And she said, yeah, if she says sorry. Wow. She makes me think Katie is a big person. Like, she's willing to accept an apology. I agree. I think the whole experience was very real. Like, it, it didn't seem contrived at all. You know, when some... I think it there didn't feel like an ask me artists, anything yeah. like planned Reddit marketing promotion. You can totally tell when like an artist is forced by their management to do a Twitter Q&A. And this was just like, oh, she's waiting for a Cheesecake Factory. God. Oh, do you think she postmated it? I'm going to tweet her and a- I'm going to tweet her and ask her. Being a Postmates driver in LA, you probably see, you probably get or, up into the hills and you deliver Cheesecake Factory to Katie. Imagine. I'm gonna, I'll ask her. I'll, I'll just ask her. I'll, say, oh. <laughs> I'll ask her right now. I'll say, so how did you get Cheesecake Factory delivered the other day? I would assume maybe her assistant. Went and got it? Yeah. I'll yeah, ask. because I wouldn't, if I were her, I would not Postmates that. Maybe she did. I don't know. This is like when Iggy Azalea had her address leaked by Domino's. And somebody was like, I just delivered to Iggy Azalea. Like, she wouldn't let that possibility happen. She does not need to get into an argument with Cheesecake Factory on Twitter. In fact, good for her for promoting them. Thank God. Did you see, Corey, how do you feel about Naya Rivera? Do you have any emotions whatsoever? Not really. That's exactly as okay. I expected. I asked Katie. We'll see if by the next time we record another episode if she's if she responded. Um, Naya Rivera just released a book. Uh, it was kind of like a tell-all, I think, or something, or biography of sorts, stories, I don't know. Um, and She went she in wrote on a, a book? Few... Yeah, she released a book. Okay. She went, she went off on a few different topics. Big Sean, Leah Michelle, Ariana Grande, etc. 
Um, are any of those of interest to you? Because I'll tell you, if not, we can move right along. Yes, tell me all the tea she has spilled. <laughs> um, apparently, uh, her and Leah Michelle obviously they hate each other. I think that's like the the thing. That's a feud that we well, are supposed to care about. I don't know. It's just more women against women. Well, Nia just got fired like Sarah because Jessica of Leah Parker what? hated <laughs> Who? Kim Cattrall. Really? Supposedly, I didn't know that. Yeah, all SJP. along. I like SJP, women but I don't like her women. Twitter handle. SJP. Well, it's just SJP. So you said uh, Leah Michelle got Naya Rivera fired allegedly from Glee. Yeah, she never even got fired. I think she did. This is as someone who watched all of Glee. <laughs> I thought they all just like took a break. Their names still showed up. Let me tell the, you like... some drama, and I feel like um, I, I can't I can't confirm if any of this is true, but uh, apparently when Corey Monteith died, mm-hmm. um. She found out in the middle of the night. She told Big Sean, because they were dating at the time. Okay. And he basically said, damn, that sucks, and went back to bed. Like, didn't care, didn't offer her any help, didn't... Was she, like, super close with him or something? Yeah, they were on a show together. Glee. (laughs) You might be familiar. (laughs) Oh, I know, but I mean... She's apparently... She went off on Big Sean the entire book. They When they were planning her wedding, he didn't help at all. Wouldn't even give her a guest list of people he wanted to invite. This is just an airing of grievances from a bad breakup. Who cares? Who bought that? <laughs> no offense did. to Naya Rivera. You're promoting it right now. Um, the more important does she narr- The more important question is: Does she narrate the book herself on Audible? Look, look it up. I don't know. I don't uh, know what her name is or the, what only, the name of her book is. The most interesting thing that I'm seeing from this tell-all, quote-unquote tell-all, uh, is at one point Naya and Big Sean were fighting, mm-hmm. and uh, he was at his home, and she was like down the street or wherever she lives. And um, she was, he was like, don't come over. I don't want to see you. And she was like, well, I have a key, so I'll be over in a minute. And she went over there so and guess said, who was sitting on the couch? He said, don't come to my house. And she said, I'm going to come let myself in. Yep. Okay. I hate people. <laughs> and guess who was this sitting on the couch? This is why I don't give anyone a key to my place. Wow. <laughs> hey, actually, you didn't give me a key. I did for a long time and then I took it back. Oh, did you? I don't remember. I don't know. I never came You probably over. lost it. Anyway. Um... Guess who was sitting on the couch when she went over there? <sighs> Unless it's Corey Monteith's ghost, I probably... Oh, my goodness gracious. I'm not being mean. I'm just saying that would be interesting. I'd love to hear what he has to say. So it was... Tyler Henry. She said in the book, she said, I'll give you a hint. Her name rhymes with Mariana... Shmariana Schmande. That's what she said in the book. I said, of course, at that point, just say her name. Uh, <laughs> wow. Is this Can you believe enough? Tariana Tande was on the couch? Is this a number one bestseller? I don't know. And then another tell-all in the book, the final tell-all on this list says, she didn't key Mark Sailing's car. She only threw sludge on it. What is sludge? (laughs) What the fuck is sludge? I cannot. What is sludge? I want to see somebody do a a bullet point list of the tell-all the things that I said in my tell-all, because I can imagine the ridiculousness. If these are the things that made news, sludge is a thick, soft, wet mud. Oh my god! Give it some. Sometimes give me that mixed sludge. with ooze, silt, what muck, and muck, mu- the and, Pokemon, and mire. It's it's like that Pokemon muck. Who? What? Grimer. Yeah, so she threw a Pokemon at Mark Sailing's car. Corey, what's your update on Pokemon? Where are you in your life? I'm on level 24. Okay. We're finally able to, like, walk Pokemon. So, you know, I'm doing that, trying to finally get the last few candies I need to, like, fucking finally evolve my Bulbasaur and my Pikachu. And 
And that's how Corey sees it. We were at what restaurant yesterday for lunch? Um, Getting turkey wraps. You got roast. Oh, Jersey Mike's, your we favorite. Were at, we were at Jersey Mike's, and Corey's going through his entire Pokedex telling me an update on every Pokemon he's got. And well, I, I'm at 118 or 19 <laughs> in my Pokedex, which is quite a few. I'm looking forward to our trip to London because mm. then I'm going to catch a Mr. Mime. <gasps> I would love a Mr. Mime, truly. Well, you've given up on Pokemon Go and you know that. I really haven't opened it in a quick minute. Well, I haven't. Um, did you see your favorite actor? Who? Miles Teller. Oh, God, I hate Dyed his hair blonde. Di- well, he dyed his hair blonde in the summer or something, but he apologized to the internet for dyeing his hair blonde. I publicly apologize. I don't know why I hate Miles Teller. Why I do you say hate? I just don't like him as an actor. But I loved Whiplash. Let's dissect this dis this disdain. Well, because do you know anything about him personally? I'm gonna write a book called "People I Hate Miles for No Reason." Tell all Teller, okay. and I'm gonna tell all of you why I hate the Miles him. Tell All. Yes, the Maddie do B book. Stan, that's him? a wrap. The last thing I need is more stands coming for me. I don't know if Miles Teller has Why any fan Why do so accounts? many people search indirects for their faves just to start a Twitter war? You Get know, a life. Get know. a job. <laughs> own a business. Suck Step a dick. Step your pussy up. Step your pussy up. Did you see that meet and greet clip from DNCE? I did. And you're really going to catch me in a mood talking about I, this. No, I want to hear you because you know what? <laughs> Pete, I have seen both sides of it. So basically what happened was there was a free meet and greet. It was free. free. It was a free oh my God. at a mall. I did not know it was free. I know, and I know, know Corey's going to go off. Throw something. It was in Guadalajara, Mexico. I'm actually not going to throw any um, violence. Isn't it nice. was an opportunity for fans to pop in, get a picture, go. Yep. It was not like a you paid $2,000 for this uh, VIP moment. So it, it was, was like, free. That's what I read on Twitter. I okay, because I, I saw like people sure. on Twitter saying people like they paid blah, blah, blah. Sure. People were going off because the security guards were pulling fans in pushing them out and there were moments when fans would overstep a boundary that clearly you could see was a boundary for the the artists uh, specifically joe jonas and the uh the security guard would yank the child and throw them because they away. overstepped a boundary yeah throw them to you know to the exit they would, they would um, help shuffle them but this along. was this was only i mean this was when like fans were going in for a kiss or like trying to hug just blah 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 blah, blah. and you know what I, well i want to hear your perspective my thoughts here's the thing you know I, i'm always going to say everything's so contextual because i don't get to watch we the don't entire know. meet yes, and greet we from don't beginning know what to happened. end we don't know maybe what the security guard was nice at the beginning and there were 900 people overstepping the boundaries and then they thought well i guess now we have to like change what we're doing because nobody's following the rules as as people but like i said i i didn't see the entire thing secondly anytime one of your faves is taking time to meet you or go to your city and Mm. meet you Mm -hmm. all that's a wonderful experience and i love meeting fans but you should always follow the rules that are set up by the security or by the even if you pay for it even yes, even if you. Pay I, for no, it. I'm 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 not disagreeing. Yeah, with you. I'm clarifying because so, I read some comments that were like, "How dare they give this bad experience to fans? They paid this much money. Those people, whether are they paid or not, I will tweet that. There are them. boundaries that humans have, and just because somebody's a celebrity or offering a entertainment service does not allow anybody, even the the biggest fan, the superest fan, uh, access to them in a way that makes that artist uncomfortable. Yeah, I mean it's. It's so. It's a dumb. It's, it's a dumb thing for us. Yeah, but it's I think so I think a lot of these kids come from a, a generation when 
meet and greets are standard. Yeah. I feel like that was never a thing. Well, there was never there was never a chance for you to meet your faves unless it was like ten people at a concert, maybe, yeah. or radio contest winners. But well, nowadays it's like anybody has access to that because that is a level you can buy. Right. And it all goes back to like I think it goes back to the Justin Bieber thing with him canceling his meet and greet and saying that he feels like a collectible and that people don't even want to like interact with him and everyone just wants a selfie. And I get that. It's like I tweeted the other day that uh, that I had met Katy Perry and I didn't ask her for a picture. It's just like I would always rather talk to the person. And like nine times 100%. out of ten, I I would actually say probably now, especially doing what we do, ten times out of ten, I would never ask my fave for a picture unless someone on their team like offered it or they suggested it. I would just always rather talk to the person and spend time getting to know them and have a real conversation. And on the flip it's side, more we are really, we're really lucky that we are put in situations like that where yeah. we can do that. I I understand the frantic feeling of you have you f- you're waiting in line all day. You have ten seconds. You want to make the most of it, but yeah. you. I think anybody. I think the biggest fans should know the most to respect those boundaries. Yeah, and- I mean, it's not like I think a lot of times people think that security just like made up these rules. Like a lot of times, this is a conversation that that celebrity or that person has had with their security team about what they're comfortable with, what they they want to expect from the meet and greet from both ends. And, and personally, if that if that situation were happening and I saw my security guard being a little bit more physical, I would maybe step them aside and say, "Hey." Is there a way to do this so that it doesn't feel like this? And you know what? I I, I and I, I don't support, you know, security security guards pushing, pulling, but if if they feel it's their job to protect me. Right. If they feel like I'm if I'm in harm's way and somebody might say, "Oh, it's a 12-year-old girl. It's a, what are they going to do?" You don't know what somebody's comfort level is and you don't know who's out there, especially in a, a world where they're in recent history have been people who have been killed at meet and greets or having gone out after a show and have been shot. Don't ever tell an artist or a performer in any capacity what they should feel comfortable with. That's up for them to decide. I agree. It's yeah. And your act, your access to them is a privilege and you're lucky to have it. Right. All they're offering is entertainment. Anything they do extra, you should be just grateful for. Right. It's just tough. It's tough because I I get how some people in fandoms feel like entitled or feel like they've helped create someone and and that they totally and that they deserve what they want. But at the end, it's like if you were really a fan, you would listen to what that person is saying they're comfortable with Mm -hmm. and respect that. I just want people to respect each other, whether it's fans respecting their favorite celebrity or a celebrity respecting their fans or security respecting that. I just want people to respect each other. That's beautiful, Corey. Well, Aretha said it best. R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Well, if you want to respect <laughs> Corey, you can follow him oh, on Twitter. God. Yes. Corey, where can people find you? I'm on Twitter. Okay, cool. And Instagram. I was letting you spell it. K-O-R-E-Y K-U-H-L. And I am Tyler Oakley everywhere. Uh, thank you for joining us today. I hope you have a good life. Um, go get some Cheesecake Factory. Order it, and then tweet us some questions, and maybe we'll reply to you. Or tweet picture Tyler a picture of a sexy tails cartoon. <laughs> because he's into that for some reason. Okay, we gotta go. Bye!